To all those who know how to assess elevation gain and loss and at the same time know what beer hops you like and dislike, today's podcast will be amazing. Hi, my name is Riley Smith and welcome back to Broken Laces, a hiker's podcast. I'm personally excited for today's conversation as today's guests, Brandon Freilich and Rachel Wood, have produced a book for hikers that is a bit different than your typical trail guide. You've heard over our first several podcasts a segment called Trails and Ales where we discuss the intersection of hiking and beer culture. I reached out to two experts on this. Yes, how amazing is that you can be an expert on beer and hiking, and they've written a book specifically on beer hiking for the Northwest. This isn't a beer mile where you hike with beer, but it is more of a pairing to where to hike and what brewery to visit in that location. That's enough chatter. Let's grab a coaster and hop into it. Hey Brandon. Hey Rachel. Hi. How's it going? It's it's going well. It's it's a pleasure to meet you over the phone. Yeah, it's been a, a couple months that we've been talking about doing this, so it's very fun. Yeah, and I'm very excited to have you on the podcast. I know over the first few podcasts, me and a few other guests have been talking about beer and hiking. Uh, my wife gave me a book titled "Beer Hiking Pacific Northwest." Looked you two up and said, "This is too perfect. I got to talk to these two. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a really fun experience connecting with a variety of different people just based on the fact that they received the book, found the book somewhere, um, and then reached out. So it's it's nice being independent authors that get to kind of connect a little bit more on a, a personal basis with people who are reading our stuff. Perfect. So I, I wanted to get into kind of how you guys got into this space. I, I imagine you met... Uh, you both grew up in Western Washington. You you had a fondness for the outdoors. Maybe you had a fondness for beer first. And, and I assume you met and started sharing this hobby and then decided you wanted to write a book. Like, how is, is that the accurate cliff notes to this? Yeah, I'll go ahead and start off on this one. So we we both grew up in Western Washington and we were getting out hiking and camping with our families as kids. And so uh, when we eventually met in Bellingham, that's the kind of stuff that we were doing together, um, getting outdoors, going for hikes. And uh, we also had a shared interest in beer. And so, yeah, I would say the initial bonding definitely happened more over beer than the outdoors. Um, But being young 20 somethings that that usually happens that way. So yeah, we spent a lot of time in breweries. Yeah, I want to say that's unique to to you as a couple as well. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. And so, and so you're at a few breweries. You're ch- you're trying out different breweries in the area. You're you're spending weekends hiking, um, and then some sort some sort of idea popped up in one of your heads at some point. And it had, talk talk to me about kind of the inception of that. Sure. So um, yeah, that's what we were doing for fun. We were getting out on the trails, uh, and we would often end up back at a brewery in time for happy hour. And so we actually were at a local bookstore one day, just browsing the shelves. And we noticed that there were a lot of hiking guides on every type of hiking, you know, uh, getting out on the trail with kids or with dogs, doing waterfall hikes. Um, And we thought, well, this could be an opportunity. Uh, Why isn't there a book about hikes with beer? And so we decided that uh, 
we wanted to eventually write that book, but we had to start somewhere. And so uh, we initially started a blog called Beers at the Bottom. Um, and that was kind of our, our jumping off point into all of this. Yeah. One thing that I always love to joke about when we give like a little book talk is that, you know, we started off with this blog, you know, a very kind of current way of writing, getting your work out there. And we noticed that finding an online readership was very tough. So we went, you know, really old school and just went straight to print. Um, So we approached a couple magazines and ended up writing for a variety of publications. And that's kind of how we got a really well-established writing about beer and hiking specifically. That's really cool. And so what, what magazines are you reaching out to and what are your pitches looking like to, to connect the two? Are you, are you just writing about hiking to start or are you already kind of formulating this idea uh, of, of a beer hiker? Yeah. So we had started the blog. We were doing that for fun, but we weren't getting a lot of readership. So we wanted to, um, you know, find a bigger platform. And so, uh, we have an organization here in Washington called the Washington Trails Association, and they have a print magazine that they publish uh, monthly or bi-monthly. I think it's bi-monthly now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rachel picked up a copy of the magazine at REI randomly one day, and we were flipping through it and thought it would be kind of fun to reach out and see if they needed um, contributors. So I pitched the editor of that publication uh, blindly without any, you know, experience pitching or writing for print publications. And he was very receptive to our idea. Yeah. Um, and we ended up doing a feature story on trails and ales here in, yes. in Bellingham. So that was great because it was a perfect kind of entry point for us. And it gave us the byline that we needed to then go ahead and start writing for other outlets and and publications. And so you just, I mean, you just buried the lead right there. We've done three podcasts up to this point, or a little bit more actually, and and they all end with trails and ales. So I'm not the first one to come up with this idea. And it just so happens it rhymes, so it's not too difficult to come up with. But yeah, so... Trails and Ales. Perfect. Yeah. Well, we've got another subscriber to the idea and I would imagine you would be. Um, and so you've, you've pitched this idea. And and so what was your kind of approach to, was was it similar to your book of let me pick a hike and a brewery and, and kind of mold them together? Or how did you kind of get to that point? Um, so actually, it's kind of a, a roundabout way of how the book came about. Uh, we actually have a publisher who's based in Switzerland and they actually published uh, their first book was Beer Bondern Schweiz, so Beer Hiking Switzerland. Um, so they kind of had a format already set up for this book series that they wanted to do. So they are the ones who conceived of picking kind of the one-to-one beer paired with a hike. We generally, when we're talking about trails and ales, we generally do more brewery-wide connected to a specific hike or a hiking region around a certain brewery. Um, so it's, it's kind of depends on the publication that we're writing for what the story needs. Um, but it's definitely more of a, a travel region based feel. A lot of times when we're starting out kind of doing that research, uh, where's this trail that we want to head to, 
are there any breweries in that area? Or if there's a specific brewery that we really want to get out to and we know that they're in a really scenic location, you know, what are the big trails out of that area? So um, there's never like a, a hard and fast formula that we use. Right. And it seems really dependent on proximity and you, you don't want to have a, a, a brewery feature in the middle of a city and the hike is three hours away. And so you want to make sure that they kind of are paired. And it's similar to, you know, any travel magazine that you read out there. There's there's features that tell you to eat here, dine here, shop here uh, and, you know, play here. Right. And so you're just doing that with with two specific activities. And that is that's beer drinking and hiking. Yeah. I mean, you would, uh, you would be surprised how many people, well, I, I don't think you would be actually be surprised, but in the Pacific Northwest, when you go into a tap room, I'm going to say one out of three people is wearing hiking boots and some sort of hiking gear. They, they look like they've obviously been out in the outdoors and are ending their day at the brewery. Um, it's just kind of a, even something that I've noticed working in a tap room at a brewery that's, it's, it's kind of your your clientele around here is very much outdoorsy so absolutely and you're in the pacific northwest so that means there's just flannel and beards and people walking in with uh rain jackets and just looking the part whether they went on a hike or not yeah that's yeah the, that's the brewery dress code around here. yes yeah. exactly so i'm looking through the book for those who have the book in hand or or i'm previewing for you i'm, I'm on page 112 and the cool thing that I really like about this beyond the subject matter, which is an, an automatic kind of attraction for me, is just the way it's broken down and the level of detail that comes with it. So beyond just naming the hike and the hike on page 112's Green Mountain, which is in the Mount Baker Snoqualmie National Forest, which I'm very proud that I was able to enunciate right now. Um, You've, you've got descriptions on starting points, whether a parking pass is needed. You, you obviously have the duration of the hike, the elevation, but then you get to the beer side and it's got all of its details and it's done so in an artistic manner. I'd, I'd kind of just love to, to talk about how you guys workshopped and kind of ideated around how you would present this. Because when I, when I read hiking books, it's, you know, trail description, a big long prose about the hike and then how to get to the trailhead. But this is, a, this is really consumable. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and we cannot take, uh, maybe even 75% of the credit for that. Uh, this is very much, um, our publishers doing their first and foremost kind of a design company. Um, so they definitely, their strong point is their layout. Their strong point is their graphic feel. Uh, they're actually kind of first and foremost, a game designer. So like, uh, board games and tabletop games. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so the the book thing is sort of something that they're edging their way into a little bit. Um, so it's really exciting to see kind of a, a different approach to the hiking guide that's not that very, at this point, almost formulaic. We always like to joke that you could pick up a hiking guide from, you know, 1985 or 2005, and they're going to look virtually the same when you open up from cover to cover. So uh it's really nice to have something that is as graphic and um, easy to read, kind of very much readable in the way that we consume kind of the online market at this point too, very infographic based. Nice. And and just to finish, because I, I sold Green Mountain, but it was paired just so people know with a Scottish ale, 
from uh do you guys remember the brewery i want to test you a little bit yeah it's river time brewing river time brewing you know it from front to back well i might at the end just flip the pages and see if you guys know the pairing for all of that's an easy one though because uh river time is the only brewery out in the darrington area gotcha so (laughs) that one yeah that one's a given well darn it well I'm gonna. We're gonna do that at the end. We're gonna test you on a few. Okay. But yes, the Scott, the Scottish Ale for those who go to Green Mountain. Uh, so I, I touched on this a little bit, but now, now you've got this idea. Um, you've done a few articles uh, in some local publications. At some point, though, you have to just dive deep down into the research here and say, how do we pair them? We we know we have some criteria um, personally based off your hiking taste, your brewery taste, and and this idea of proximity. But how did you go about choosing the trails? How do you go about picking a beer from that brewery to pair it? Um, I feel like I'm dominating the conversation here. Um, But this is uh, definitely something that we talk a lot about in our book talks, Um, kind of the, the number one question, which is a form of the question you just asked is, how do you pick these hikes and these breweries? Um, so for the book, a lot of times proximity has already come up. You mentioned proximity and that's a huge part of it. That's probably the majority of it. Um, for the book, we really wanted to kind of get a, a really nice spread of trails and breweries. Like you mentioned, there were definitely some breweries that we knew we wanted in there. Um, there were some hikes that we knew we had to get in the book as well. Like it wouldn't feel like a Pacific Northwest hiking guide if we didn't have a few of our favorites in there. But a lot of times we are looking at breweries that maybe have kind of an outdoorsy feel to them already. So there are definitely a lot of breweries here in the Pacific Northwest specifically that have kind of a a really great sort of outdoorsy vibe. Um, We always like to talk about kind of Bellingham is our our little uh, microcosm of how we choose our our breweries and our hikes. So if you look at Mount Baker Highway, there's one brewery out on Mount Baker Highway, the North Fork Brewing Company. And as you're coming back from all of these awesome trails up by Mount Baker and Shuxon and all of the those great stuff out of the North Cascades there, there's one brewery on the way back to town. So that's probably where you're going to end up. And it's also a pizza joint. So a lot of times that that's just the natural place where people end up after their day out in on the trail. Um, but then when you look at Bellingham proper, we're up to what, like almost 15 breweries? 15 in, in the county. Yeah, 15 in the county. Um, and plenty of hiking around in the foothills here, um, since we're kind of in the foothills of the Cascades. So you have a wealth of hikes and a wealth of breweries, like who are you choosing? So with for the book, we actually went with Colshin Brewing here in Bellingham. And Colshin's actually the indigenous name of Mount Baker, Coma Colshin. So it seemed like an, an obvious choice in that you're, you have a brewery that's literally named after a mountain. They're probably going to have some outdoorsy feel to them. And they definitely do. Their marketing, their taproom vibe, it's all very outdoorsy. We talked to one of the guys once and he's like, oh yeah, I try to get a bunch of the crew here to hike Baker with me at least once a year kind of thing. So it's just that type of people who are already out on the trail and it's a perfect confluence of the two. And in the case where you have lots of hikes and lots of breweries comboed, I mean, you obviously could just choose a multitude and make, you know, a series of hikes in that area. Right. 
did you did you then yeah did you how do you match it then oh um then we take a deeper dive so like favorites come into play at that point as well um but also we take a look at if there's a brewery who's like giving back to the outdoors in a specific way Mm -hmm. um so kind of one of the outliers in the book that i would mention is we paired two beers brewing that's in they're located in downtown seattle but we actually paired that with a hike out in Mount Rainier, which is a good three hours away. But the IPA is available in like any tap room, any bottle shop that you go to. And the Wonderland IPA, which is the IPA we suggested from Two Bears, proceeds from that beer specifically go to funding the Wonderland Trail upkeep, which is the trail that circumnavigates Mount Rainier. So that's kind of a perfect pairing in that you're finding a brewery who's giving back to the natural space that you're talking about. That's awesome. That's a, that's a good criteria. So with proximity, with breweries that are your favorite, with, with breweries that are working with the outdoors, and it seems like the criteria really kind of narrow it down for you in terms of how you pick uh, a beer with a hike. And so that, that makes total sense to me. Yeah, and we were, um, because we had been doing the blog for um, a few years before we started writing the book, we had a pretty good feel for Washington, um, you know, beer hikes already. But the book is also including BC and Oregon and some of those areas we weren't as familiar with. So when we were doing research on, okay, where are we going to go in Oregon, um, that required a bit more uh you know, looking at maps and and looking at beer maps and hiking maps and trying to figure out where are the kind of the hot spots and and talking to people that we knew down there. So we have a friend that lives in Portland and we asked him about, um, you know, what's a good place to hike around Mount Hood that's near uh, this brewery up there. Um, And we got a good recommendation from him that ended up in the book. So uh, just kind of relying on our network as well was really helpful. Just super rough life, it sounds like. Oh, it was absolutely terrible. Yeah. And so, and I I think I asked this, but so now it's easy, not easy, but you've paired a brewery with, you've paired with a hike, but now you've got to go into that brewery. And in the instance where it's your first time, you have to get the sampler tray. Oh, obviously. And depending on the brewery, you've got, you've got eight to 10 beers to somehow pair with this hike that you just did. Did did you try to, you know, match... Uh, a beer, you know, flavor or palate with the hike. I, I don't believe that I'm asking that question because I've never thought about that. Or are you just picking your favorite beer from from your visit there? Um, so there was a, there was a lot of factors in, that came into play with that. Um, one of the things that we love to do is if we, you know, we're going in when it was not so busy, so we could grab the ear of the beer tender that we were talking to. We always like to ask, um, what is the beer? that's on your tap list right now that you wish more people ordered, right? So like what beer are you specifically really proud of that your brewery creates? Um, Because a lot of times if we were going to go in and uh, say we wanted to do the flagship beer from every single brewery that was featured in the book, right? probably going to be 85% IPA at that point. Mm -hmm. And frankly, that's not that much fun when you're looking through a beer book. So we made a very concerted effort to um, go out of our way to every once in a while, pick a style that doesn't get a lot of representation. So every once in a while, like a brewery would be like, man, you know, the thing is, is that 
our blonde, our coffee blonde is just really awesome. And nobody thinks to order it because it's a blonde. So then we try that beer. If we love that beer, that's the beer that we put in there. Um, So that happens every once in a while. Um, And then the other thing too is sometimes you'll, you'll come across a beer that's like literally named after the trail or a, a, place that's out in the natural world around you. So a great example of that is um, Klamath Basin Brewing. They actually have a Crater Lake Amber that we paired with a hike that we did in Crater Lake. So when we could find those connections, those like little happenstance connections, they're they're lovely to have when you can find them. I I just want to mention you're really ruining the quiz because you've mentioned at least two or three that I've earmarked at this point. (laughs) Let me take Klamath, the Klamath Brewing off. Uh, I'll take Thunder Island off because I think you were referencing that one. And so, yeah, you're 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 quite you're doing quite well on my end. Um, (laughs) As I read through some of the hikes, um, it it leaves me with a little bit of curiosity, right? And in terms of some of the other hiking books I read, I feel like I can almost map out my experience at, you know, mile 4.2, I'm going to run across this batch of trees. Um, and it's become super descriptive in a way that it, it almost feels like I've already hiked the hike. Yours kind of piques my curiosity. I, I kind of know what I'm getting into, but I don't generally know, you know, what that experience is going to be like. And so I I don't know if that was intentional, but as, as I was listening to you answer that question, that's, that's kind of what came to my mind. Oh, well, thank you. That's, uh, that's a huge compliment, um, to always leave the reader wanting more as kind of a, a tenant of good writing. But, um, I think also, we also were very lucky to have that section where we do the turn by turn. Um, so then the body of the actual text about the hike gets to be just about those moments that you experience out on the trail right. rather than like, and then you come to this bend and have to take a left. Like uh, <laughs> you you get that with the turn by turn. You don't necessarily have to spell it completely out for your reader. Exactly. So what do you, what do you guys got coming up next? Are you attempting to do this for other regions in the United States? Was it a one and done effort for you guys? Uh, we... So we do have the possibility of of doing additional um, beer hiking books in the future, but this book is still pretty pretty fresh for us. It's not even a year old, so we're kind of still riding that out. In the meantime, we are working on our we're starting work on our second book, which is unrelated to beer hiking, um, mm. and it's going to be on urban urban hikes in Washington State. So that is our next big project that we're really excited about, and we're. Uh, getting out doing, you know, kind of shorter uh, trails in the city and around the city that allow for more um, easier access for, you know, families or people that have any sort of access issue at all. Um, makes it really accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I just said that like four times, but that's really what it's about. Um, and uh, it also kind of is more of a, a travel guide in that sense that when we're talking about these urban trails, we're also talking about attractions nearby that you can go check out and places to stay in restaurants and that sort of thing. Gotcha. So do you guys define urban trails as like, you know, local and state parks or are also, you know, the ability just to hike in a city, right? There's, there's plenty of city walks out there in our urban areas. Is, are you kind of defining it as one way or the other? Um, so we definitely asked our publisher do you have a definition of urban trails that you'd like us to be working from? 
Um, and they said, no, you guys are the guinea pigs. Um, so as you see fit. So we are still um, now about four hikes in that we've researched. Uh, we're, we're still kind of defining that for ourselves. Um, one thing that I've noticed that is a really interesting feature on a lot of the hikes that we have been on so far is kind of a an interesting dynamic between the urbanization and the sprawl of the urban area and the reclaiming of the wild spaces within that urban area. Um, we noticed quite a few wetlands that we were walking through that were undergoing rehabilitation projects or this trail is going to be extended to meet up with another trail system uh, in another part of the city. So that's kind of a really interesting thing that as we see the Pacific Northwest grow as far as population, um, we're also seeing like a, a concerted effort to make sure that our wild spaces remain wild and are actually um, take precedence in that space as well. So Love it. I want to wrap up. Well, no, I'm not going to wrap up because I have some quizzes for you. I, I wanted to name a few and see how well you guys did. Uh, I, I'm going to start off with the North Fork River Walk. What, what brewery are we dealing with there? The the North Fork River Walk, is that what I yeah. said? Oh, that was down in uh, Oak, Ridge. Oak Ridge, Westford. Yeah. So that's the uh, uh, Union Local. 180. <laughs> I had a thumb for a brewery that I was like, I don't know if I would remember that, even if I attended it. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a tough one for sure. And it's a place that we only visited once. So, yeah. But it made it into the book. We really enjoyed yeah. that brewery. Yeah, that's the the middle fork of the north or the north fork of the middle fork of the I don't even remember which river. Oh, it's man. the middle fork. Yeah, you got it. It's the middle fork. And it's the malt special bitter for those wondering 5.5%. Um, so my last question, because I end all, all podcasts with, with the trails and ales question, and I don't have to uh, elaborate on that because we've covered it this whole, this whole conversation, but do you have a favorite pair that you've done? Um, either that's in the book, not in the book, that's not in the country, but what's kind of your go-to favorite beer hiking story? Sure. So uh, we'll cover this from a couple different angles because uh, we've actually done a lot of beer hikes since the book came out that we weren't able to include. Uh, one of my more recent favorites is we we hiked a section of the Sunshine Coast Trail up in British Columbia. And uh, there's a brewery up there called Townsite Brewing in Powell River that's right off one of the entry points to the trail. Uh, incredible kind of Belgian-inspired beers and really genuine down-to-earth people running that place. We really enjoyed our time there, and uh, just the proximity to the trail made it the perfect pairing for us. So uh, that's that's one of my recent favorites. Yeah, and then um, I'll just go along with plugging our book a little bit more. Um, but one of my favorite breweries that we kind of discovered and trails that we discovered that made it into the book is uh, Yahats Brewing, and we paired that with Cape Perpetua. So Cape Perpetua is this beautiful rugged spot on the Oregon coast. Um, that's just epic. And most people probably would recognize it from the now kind of Instagrammable location of Thor's well. Um, but we actually found that the rest of the coastline, like the devil's churn and everything else that's out there, um, found that to actually be a, a much more scenic location than 
than just the well at that point. And then Yahat's Brewing is this great little kind of brewery meets farm stand out. Um, they've got like a cool ship upstairs where they're capturing wild yeast that they're using in all of their fermentables and um, they're doing fun sours and saisons. I think we did a, a peppercorn, Szechuan peppercorn saison in the book that was just absolutely fantastic. Um, so, and it's it's kind of a little off the beaten path. Like if you weren't expecting to find it, you you wouldn't kind of thing. Um, and it's it's just one of those little hidden gems that I love stumbling upon when you're out doing this kind of uh, adventuring. So. Nice. And the favorite beer there was, was what again? Uh, I believe it was a Szechuan peppercorn. Wow. Saison, I believe. Cool. So I, I want to thank you guys for coming on and sharing uh, your story with us, how you got into doing what you're doing in, in both, both cultures. Um, I'm super appreciative. Is there a, a social media handle or a website we can continue to follow you guys at? Yeah. Uh, you can find us at our website, Beers at the bottom.com and we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at beers ATB and Facebook as well. Well, I appreciate again, you guys. I, I, I love having you guys on. It fits the milieu of this season and uh, we'll stay in touch. Definitely. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was lovely meeting you. If you enjoy Broken Laces, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a fellow friend about the show or share on your favorite social media site, preferably the one where you have the most friends. There's no team here at Broken Laces, just me and I could use the most help spreading the word about the show. There's no team here at Broken Laces, just me and I could use the most help spreading the word about the show. If you'd like to support Broken Laces further, you can do so at patreon.com brokenlaces. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Broken Laces. Pledging as much as you'd like to help offset the cost of producing the show. Consider it like you're buying me coffee or better yet, sharing a granola bar on the trail. Right now, this is a hobby, but I dream about working in the outdoors industry and this could be the gateway. Thanks for listening and back to the show.